ओके वी आर डूइंग चैप्टर फोर्टी सेवन द टेल ऑफ वीर भद्रप्पा एंड चन बसप्पा साई सत्चरित्र वी हैव डन टिल वन हंड्रेड नाउ वी आर गोइंग टू डू बियॉन्ड दैट सो वन हंड्रेड एंड वन ऑनवर्ड्स सो दिस इज द स्टोरी सो फार इज देर वॉज दिस माइजर इन द विलेज एंड द विलेजर्स हैड थॉट ऑफ क्रिएटिंग अ टेम्पल इन द विलेज ओके दे गेव दिस person all the money and they were taking the money every now and then to put up the temple but the miser was told you know whatever is the money you can put your money in that but he never did that later on they again collected more money and the temple's construction came to a halt because after some time there was no money left in the kitty so then what happened god was very kind so what he did so as to help the villagers he put up the he uh, gave a dream all right to his wife to that miser's wife saying that please put up my temple and this gentleman says to his wife i am sleeping next to you why god couldn't cross over and come to me and give me the dream instead of giving it to you and a person like him who doesn't want to do anything like i said yesterday can give 101 reasons why the person doesn't want to do anything so how many reasons he came with did you see i i gave at least 10 20 reasons yesterday what are the things that he said i don't want to do this because of this i don't want to do that because of that this is not happening because of this he kept keep kept on giving reasons after reasons after reasons because at the end of the day he is not interested in doing anything got it so we will take on from there god does not like what is given without love but out of being urged to give on the ground of respect for him or out of embarrassment but when it is given lovingly however little it may be it is very precious to him you see this is the same verse which is there in the bhagavad gita where krishna says offer me even a leaf or a small flower with love i will accept it but if some people want to offer something out of compulsion or out of force or out of doing something where they are not at all interested in doing it is not accepted by the god so god does not like what is given without love you see first and foremost you need to have love for god second you need to offer it willingly without compulsion there should be no force on your part so you need to offer things with love and when it is offered with love but but when it is given lovingly however little it may be it is very precious to him he considers it as very very precious when the money was collected the work would proceed and when it stopped coming the work would stop too thus it went on being delayed now it is the divine will of the lord to create his own temple now think about it this is a question which uh, which came up today in the morning also if god is such an almighty person then why is he not creating things why does he expect other people to do something can he not make his own temple on his own why does he need help from anybody the supreme divine consciousness does not do anything i have been saying this again and again and again the divine consciousness is not a doer got it the work has to be done by the devotees so at the end of it think about it why are you over here why are you born in this world today when i wrote something i was hoping that some people will respond to it by writing but not a single person responded because maybe like i was i asked one person why you didn't respond so the answer given was out of fear maybe out of fear nobody responded so like yesterday your satsang was very very 
you know, you are saying some, some words which, you know, which were very strong. But you see, someday we have to be very powerful in the way we speak and sometimes you have to be benevolent and kind and so on and so forth. Now let us say, I am just giving you an example. Over here when I wrote this, always every man is living like this, you know. Anticipation is nerve-wracking. Basically, anything that we anticipate, it's always nerve-wracking, isn't it? Like today's BJP results, <laughs> you will see that they have won. Alright, but till yesterday, there was anticipation. Who is going to win? Who is going to win? Who is going to win? Election results, school results, college admissions, pregnancies and childbirths, death, clinical analysis, lotteries, loves me or loves me not. If the loves me and loves me not, you know that, no? When a girl and a boy are there, does he love me, does he love me not? He loves me, he loves me not. It's like a lottery type of a system, you know. Think about it. Then, box office results, Oscars, awards, etc. We spend our time, lifetime worrying and getting anxious about two possibilities. There are only two possibilities in this world. It's win or lose, get it or not. Correct? You either win or you lose. You either get it or you don't get it. Two of the things, that is all. Only two possibilities are this or that. Usse jada possibility illa. So, yet we come across them over and over and get on with life. We cross over them. The difficulties, tell me, is there any day in your life that you have, haven't had any problems or difficulties? Every day there is something or the other happening. Are you not overcoming them? Yes. The next day comes. You have forgotten the previous days and then now you have gone to the next. Then you have gone to the next. Then you have gone to the next. What else you are doing? No one stops to think what is the purpose of this life. Nobody wants to know what is the purpose of this life. Is it to wait for the next anxious state or just enjoy the wins and cries at losses? So why not for once consider why are you there and what is the purpose of this life? What is the purpose of this life? Have you not been given a purpose? So now coming back to the explanation in this text also. God has given you a certain purpose, isn't it? Has he not put you across to the people concerned? Why are you there in our lives? Each one of us is connected to each other, isn't it? Right or wrong? The devotees are all connected to each other, isn't it? So what is the purpose of this life? Like, say for example, Sentil uh, uh, may be working for NetApps, uh, Brito may be working, uh, somebody is working for uh, IBM, somebody is working somewhere else. Now, think about it. You are all working in the material world, you are doing your duties. But in NetApps, your own connection is there. IBM, your own connection is there. Why are you connected here? What is the connection here with me? Or what is the connection over here? So think. Why is everybody collecting money for building that temple? They are collecting the money so that the temple can build, get built. God has placed you in that place so that you can do that job. Correct or wrong? Otherwise, why are you there? He has, has He not placed you in that place? So God has placed you because he is, you are the representative of His. And He expects you to do something. And that something is very, very important. Yes, Padma has written, it's a common goal. Everybody has a common goal. And that common goal is very, very important. When Jesus Christ went back to his disciples, didn't he tell them what they are supposed to do? He gave them a clear idea that this is what is expected of them to do. When Ramakrishna Paramahansa met all his devotees, didn't he tell Vivekananda what was expected out of him? And didn't Vivekananda get everybody together and form this Ramakrishna mission? We are here in this circle for a common cause. We don't have external causes. So the cause is very common. It is right round here in the center. So, if everybody's common cause in the material world is going to be their own personal cause, which is there, yeah, definitely. You have your own uh, husband, wife, family, this, that, children to look into. Yes, that is your material worldly goal. Hey, somebody is working in some company, yes. But what about this spiritual cause that you are there for? Are you not there for a certain reason? So here, 
when the money was collected so anyway i will continue what i had written so i'll just finish it there is no difference be between you and any other creature who lives to search find eat shit procreate and die what is the difference between you and any other creature then if you, this is the life that you are going to have where you are going to only eat drink and you know do all the material worldly things what is the point of this life i don't understand so yes include all other useless stuff too what are the useless stuffs watch television ogle crib full day we keep on cribbing na ye nahi hai wo nahi hai aisa nahi hai waisa nahi hai correct marry retire you know retire you know how people are when they retire in the year 1947 when i was working during my time this was such a nice thing and today so suppose you ask the person who has retired can you get one uh, bottle of milk from down there i have worked for the last 35 years of my life and you are expecting me to go down and get a bottle of milk i will get it when i go in the evening sir somebody is dying just now no in the evening i have worked for 35 years okay so you are saying that by the time you are 60 or 65 you are not supposed to move your ass and just sit over there tightly is it so why are you alive why don't you go and jump on in front of a bloody train and you know or do something worthless so go stay in an old uh, you know uh, home for the aged why are you staying in this family then so it is very important that they are supposed to do their part of the duty isn't it and that is the reason why it is important that they understand that there are certain duties that are certain things that are there it is, if you are there in one particular place you are there isn't it if you are there in the family the family is expected expecting you to do something why has god kept you in that family is he not expecting you to do something about it why has he kept you in in a particular place in some company or something because you are expected to do some work over there and why is he kept you over here in this circle of all the devotees because there is something over there isn't it so tell me what difference have you made in it okay everybody what is the difference that you have made in your life no difference you have not made any difference maybe you need to see some change maker for a change maybe at this point in time you need to see some change maker for some change so see you think i was talking about some image consultant or some reconditioning specialist you know we go to psychiatrist or these idiots in this business and say mera life mein bahut problem hai abhi main kya karu that person is the biggest crook on earth he himself has his own wife is harassing him and you have gone to the same idiot asking him how can i change it's very funny so there is something that needs to be addressed over there so so there is no image consultant the image consultant needs a rectification of his own image by the way incidentally i met one image consultant from delhi and this particular lady so i asked her what is it that you do i met her in one conference i am an image consultant i said wow you are an image consultant what exactly do you do then she gave me a full spiel about what she does she must have been 120 kg in weight she was wearing a sari which was half down okay and uh, the hair that she was having was i thought it was some or raste pe ka koi aadmi kaatta waise tha i said is this called image consultancy this is what you are giving nonsense you have to follow what you are doing isn't it uh who that person that person was very big person so she when then i asked her for her card oh she she fishing around in her bag and said i'm sorry my cards are not there i think i kept them uh, in the hotel room you are coming for a con- in a conference where you are meeting 250 people we are all in business we are all in some something or the other and this happened just 2 3 months ago okay and here you are coming for the business without a card and you are an image consultant what kind of image are you carrying yourself so think about it this is what people actually do in this material world so going back to where we were so see you think i was talking about image consultant and some reconditioning specialist so tell me what am i talking about so you think i'm talking about you coming to me 
no way i am not even asking you to come to me you are here i am talking about material worldly stuff i am not talking about spiritual stuff at all so what is it that you are basically looking at you know what we do, doing over there at that point in time we are going yo 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 like that we are thinking either of the past or we are thinking about the future when you think about the past you are ruining about the past in the year 19 so and so this happened in the year 2000 so and so this happened my life is full of problems i don't know what to do the future looks very bleak let us say for example you have kept uh, uh, you know in the bank account some money for say 20 years later when your child becomes a graduate or something like that you have kept the money and by the time you are 15 years old you know 15 years old the child is you are dead your wife takes the entire money out of the bank and she goes away and the child what does he do he becomes a tapori over there on the road side the what do you do so your 20 years of what mehnat is gone isn't it so what is the point i mean do, don't understand so the thing is very very important thing to do at that point in time why are you not there in the moment the answer to this is think think why are you not there in the moment in that particular moment what is it that you are expected to do are you expected to think about the past or are you expected to think about the future why are you not there in this place so there is a certain task that has to be done it has to be done right there and then don't procrastinate don't keep on thinking tomorrow day after tomorrow this that so everything has to be handled right there and then all right so let us come back to the story when the money was collected the work would proceed when it was stopped working the work would stop too thus it went on being delayed when the wealthy man like a miser refused to spend even a single paisa on promise purse listen to how his wife had another vision so god is very very compassionate he says i will give another vision to this wife why is he not giving vision to this man first and foremost there is no faith did you see in one of the lines what did he say he doesn't believe in god he doesn't believe in visions he doesn't believe in anything so why will god go in his dream tell me he want he doesn't even want to go there so he goes in the dream of this lady once again and what does he do do not press your husband to give money to the temple god says sabse pehle to jo man se kaam nahi karenge unka to mujhe kuch nahi chahiye correct or no in one of the lines he says what does he say if you don't do anything with love i don't want it because that thing is worthless if you do things with love then i definitely need it correct so what does god say to the lady he says do not press your husbands to give money to the temple don't because his money is not worthy enough mujhe uske paise se matlab nahi hai nahi chahiye mujhe wo paisa your faith and devotion is enough for god give whatever you wish to give so god says i i believe in your faith and your devotion for me so whatever that you wish to give please give even one paisa of your own when given sincerely is like a lakh of rupees offer it to god after consulting your husband correct so what god says to her i don't want anything for from a person who is unworthy you are worthy because you have faith and devotion so you give it to me but even if you give me one paisa i don't mind taking it from you that is because you are giving it with love and devotion but god has a rider the rider is ask your husband about it first okay see i can tell you there are four five women who are one of my, some of my devotees in this world i can't name them when they asked me a certain question and i do write to them i do talk to them i do have uh, calls with them when they came to me i asked them a very simple question i said first and foremost you need to tell your husband or your people your parents in the house that you are talking to me i don't want you to say tomorrow that i you know that uh, this i i am i am in spiritual no first get their permission is very very important they may deny you the permission 
but once you once you go with them and say that see i am not going anywhere i am just listening to the satsang or i am just talking to that person because he talks about god so i just want to listen to it and these four people were able to be with me so remember the permission is very very important if you recollect there was a permission required even where chaitanya mahaprabhu was concerned chaitanya mahaprabhu on one side and the other one is shankaracharya shankaracharya doesn't get the permission so what does he do that crocodile story is there the crocodile tries to eat him right so it's a very funny story and that tap, that point in time he his mother says okay 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 you can do, you can do whatever you want to and that is what happens so here god is telling her take permission of your husband tell him so do not tire yourself out one should give only what one feels like giving and which belongs to oneself however little it may be on offer you should give only that which you feel is your own don't give something else which you feel that is not your own so he says one should give only what one feels like giving then what this is what i feel like giving so you should give that much and which belongs to oneself belongs to oneself means this is mine i feel this is mine so that they can give however little it might be it might be just a flower it does not matter maybe just one paisa does not matter offer it offering is important here it is only devotion and faith that matters what is the most important thing here faith and devotion so please offer anything anything in this world can be offered only with faith and devotion love faith devotion these are the things uh, if you remember these are the things that i have always been talking about and as god knows that you have it he will repeatedly urge you to give god keeps on asking that it doesn't sai baba keep on asking give me 21 rupees give me this much he asks the same person isn't it or is he going and asking somebody else no he will ask the same person give me 21 rupees give me 16 rupees give me 5 rupees give me 10 rupees why does god ask him because that person has faith and devotion and the faith and devotion is the most important thing so this line is very important hence whatever little money you have give it and let your mind be at peace so even if you have 10 rupees 5 rupees 1 rupees don't worry you just give it to me that much god is come in her dreams and he is telling her this giving without love is most improper and god does not like it the least so you should never give without love always give with love he who gives without loving faith his offering will have no value and will be absolutely fruitless in the end he will experience this without delay so god says to her that anything that is given with love will be accepted by me but if you give it to me with any kind of aversion or any kind of uh, you know problems that you have in this world i don't want it i am not at all interested because it is not worthy it is not i don't even need it so so on hearing the words of the of the vision she resolved in a mind to sell the ornaments given by her father to fulfill his demands so you know when when a woman gets married and she goes to that house she gets the ornaments no and those ornaments she wants to sell them and says whatever ornaments i have i will sell them and i will give that money to the temple she then told her husband of the resolve he listened to it and was greatly agitated in his mind how can there be any reason when there is greed when a person is greedy can there be any reason in that person no and that to giving in charity in the name of god first and foremost the person doesn't want to give god he doesn't believe in god so when there is no faith and the person doesn't want to believe in god what can be done to such a person in his mind he thought oh how thoughtless of her she is really become deluded so this person says this wife of mine she has become conky you know mad what is this you know she wants to sell and give this to god i'm sure you know in in all our lives also everybody around over here the whole world is looking at you like you have gone mad you have gone bonkers 
what is this you are sitting and listening to bullshit what is this god god that you are talking about isn't this what we have also faced we have all all of us have faced this the whole world everybody in this world even last month when kalpana had gone to meet some people all the relatives they came and asked her can't your husband work somewhere why is he just sitting and doing nothing this is a kind of thing that is going to go on because those who don't have faith in god they are always going to talk like this in the world please understand this if they can talk to me you think they can talk to you they can definitely talk to you everybody is going to say see you are you are just doing nothing what is this bullshit god 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 so naturally this man also says the same thing i think all our ornaments should be valued and their value being fixed at 1000 rupees a piece of land should be transferred to her name this person is also very smart you see what he says okay i am having a land which is worth a thousand bucks and so what i will take is i'll take all her ornaments he's a husband and yet he is not leaving his attitude see look at him he says i'm going to buy her goods and i'm going to give her a patch of kharab land you know kharab land i mean those who are looking for land for me just now should know what a kharab land looks like where you can't grow anything it is just a arid you know it's just a useless piece of land where only stones and bricks and things like that are just lying over there so this is what he is going to do so he bought her ornaments himself and in lieu of money gave the wife a piece of reclaimed land of his ownership which he had mortgaged to him by somebody and oh that is not his land also that belonged to somebody else so what he did so that person had mortgaged it to him so he gave this mortgage land to his wife all right that too was waste land just now only i said na it is waste land the land has no value and so the person gives something can you imagine what kind of a person that could be nothing grew on it even during the rainy season so he said to his wife offer this to lord shiva wow offer this to lord shankar what the land where nothing grows when you offer this to god as was your vision this piece of land worth a thousand rupees he will be pleased with you and and you too will have discharged your debt this is the meanest kind of creature that is there on this planet earth who doesn't want to give and even while giving wants to behave in a way that you take this okay i've done my job okay you take this land kharab land which has no value and offer it to god what is this the kind of offer that you are going to give think about it so being her husband's word the wife of this miser lovingly offered the land to please lord shankar in fact the land belonged to one dubaki who had mortgaged it to the money lender against a debt of 200 rupees so how much was the value of the land not even 200 rupees dubaki was a poor woman who owned this land but even that land she had mortgaged for want of money so there are certain people who do this so but the money lender was most avaricious and was not afraid of deceiving even god shankar he pocketed his wife stridan that is the thing that comes to her in marriage so he pocketed that also and that too and was happy in gain even though it be through deceit so you do it through deceit you can't do it properly then you do it through deceit this hankering after sensual pleasure is very bad and destroys him who longs for them if one wants to live well one should never get entangled into the meshes of sensual pleasures so you need to avoid the, all the sensual pleasures in the material world the strong desire to hear the sound destroys the deer the beautiful gem destroys the cobra whose forehead it adorns and the attraction of the light burns the moth to death such is the destructive nature of sensual pleasures moreover to enjoy such sensual pleasures wealth is needed and when strenuous efforts is made to acquire it the thirst for more also grows with it which becomes uncontrollable to begin with the land was reclaimed and even with great effort could produce not a grain there was the land he asked her to offer to god what is the merit in such an offering so what is the point in offering something like this where you are not even bothered about it so there is no point in offering isn't it 
So he should have told her, you give me your money, I don't even want to give you anything. You can tell your Shiva to take a hike. I mean, what else you can say? This is worse than that. This scenario is worse than telling God, go take a hike. It's like that, it's worse than that, isn't it? You want to have deceit in your mind when you are giving God also? Is that what it is? What is offered to God without a trace of expectation, such an offering is called free from desire. And not such an offering as this, which will only be sinful and bring sorrow in the end. So that which is offered to God, without any expectation, that means there should be no expectation. You need to give God everything that you can give, without expecting anything. What has God told her to give? You remember what God has told her? Do this for me, with your husband's permission. Isn't that what he said? It's the same thing where I have requested, I think many of the people over here, I have requested them, I need a certain help from you. Because we are looking at a common goal. We have people all over the world who are literally literally pooling in. I think it's a great deal of thing that is happening. We have people who are whom we don't even know from Adam literally going and going out of the way to help us today. We have a common goal. And everybody has been kind enough to work to with us. So this is what is called offering to God without a trace of expectation. Such an offering is free from desire. There is no desire. There is no desire in the person. And not such an offering as this, which will only be sinful and will bring sorrow in the end. So if something is offered with avarice, with the feeling of discontent, saying that, oh, I am doing it just like that. The person is doing it, isn't it? He is giving that 200 rupees worth of land and claiming it is 2000 rupees worth of it. That is not the right kind of offering. So what God is saying over here, this which will only be sinful and bring sorrow in the end. That will always bring sorrow in the end. Here the poor poor Brahmin who used to perform the puja of God was very happy when the land was acquired for God. However, after some time, a strange thing happened. During the Kritika Nakshatra, there was a storm accompanied by a downpour which caused great destruction everywhere. Suddenly the lightning struck, pulled the whole building to the ground, only the land without its rightful owner remained safe. The rest was all burnt down. What happens? Some construction that has happened. That thing, God is very angry. You know, in the Bible also it is mentioned that God becomes very angry. So he spread his... Uh, is, is the net dropping? Abrito, is the net dropping? So, however, after some time, a strange thing happened. During the Kritika Nakshatra, there was a storm accompanied by a downpour, which caused great destruction everywhere. Suddenly, the lightning struck, pulling down the whole building to the ground. Only the land without its rightful owner remained safe. The rest was all burned down. Ruin came upon the wealthy man too. He, along with his wife, died, and so did Dubaki. The lives of all the three came to an end. That means what happens? The land on which the building was getting built, that the whole building also collapsed and everybody oh again we have dropped is it oh god this is terrible so after that what happened was the whole building came down all the three people died that means the the lady who had given the land for 200 rupees she died the miser died his wife died everything finished okay later the wealthy man was born to a poor brahmin in mathura while his devout wife was born to a priest she was named Gauri. Dubaki had a different faith. She was born as a male child to a Gurav. At the naming ceremony of this boy, he was given the name Chanabasappa. Now remember, this is the old lady who had given this land, this Karab land, for 200 rupees to this person. She is born as a boy. When she is born as a boy, the name that is given to this boy is called Chanabasappa. The lady whose uh, all the uh, things have been taken by the man, she is born in another place and she is born as a woman. 
At the naming ceremony of this boy, he was given the name Chanavasappa. Thus all the three underwent a transformation, the result of karma of each. After his rebirth, the wealthy man was named Virabhadra. Such is the essence of one's the karma, that it comes only after it is worked out fully. I was very fond of that priest of Lord Shiva, who used to come to our house every day and smoke the pipe with me. Okay, I will come to that. Then we will converse happily. The whole night, Gauri grew up and began became to of a marriageable age. The priest used to bring her also with him. She is born in a priest's house. Her name is Gauri. Who? The wife. Remember the wife from the previous thing? She was very, very devout. So she is born in a Brahmin family. And even she used to worship me. One day the priest asked, I have been looking out for a good match for Gauri. But nowhere have I succeeded. Baba, I have exhausted searching for a suitable match. All my efforts have failed and I am at my wit's end. I said, why do you worry? The groom is already on his way. Your daughter is very fortunate and will become very wealthy. It is in search of her that her groom is coming to her on his own accord. He will come to your house shortly and fulfill your wish. He will accept her hand in marriage as per your words. Here, due to abject poverty, Veerbhadra set out leaving his home after reassuring his parents. Now, if you go back, see who this Veerbhadra is. Veerbhadra is the same person, isn't it? Right? So, from village to village he roamed begging for arms. Remember, he was a very rich man in the previous life. And because of his nature, what happens? Now he has become an extremely poor man. Or sometimes earning by manual labor and being content with eating whatever he got. In the course of his wanderings, as luck would have it, he came to the house of this priest. Everyone liked him. Truly inconceivable is Allah Miya's Leela. Gradually he won the priest's affection, so that the priest felt that he should offer Gauri to him in marriage. The horoscope matched and the priest was very happy. One day the priest came, bringing Veerabhadra with him. Seeing them both together at that time, suddenly an idea struck me. And the idea immediately found expression in the words. If an auspicious day is available currently for wedding, give Gauri to him and be free of the responsibility. He took his wife's consent and Veerabhadra was fixed as the groom. An auspicious day was chosen and the marriage was performed most befittingly. Ceremony is over. The couple came for my darshan and blessing from a happy, fruitful married life. Happily, I gave them my benediction. Assured of two square meals, Veerabhadra's face glowed with thought of comfort and happiness. Now, in this, all the characters are there in place. Who are the characters? The lady is there. She is Gauri. She was the wife previously, remember? Now, if you go back, even during our own time, you know, you will find that it is mentioned that you will get the same person again and again in your life. Isn't it what is mentioned? Correct? Because you have karma with that person. Even if this one of the worst kind of marriages, you will have the same person in your life. Think. Why do you want that? Or what is it that is needed? This man literally treated her like dirt in the previous life. This life, he has become a poor man. He was a very rich man in the previous life. So, reverse has happened. Okay. But again, the same karma with his wife is continuing. See, the cycle continues. There is no way you can get out of it. And who is the common thread over here? Do you know who the common thread is? He says the name Allamiya. Baba is the common thread. He is constantly there present in all these things. So that means the same sage keeps on appearing time and again and time and again and time and again. Those people who are associated with him, he is always in their lives. Isn't it? So here also he has arranged for their marriage. And he too began to worship me. Shortly they set up their home and is there a man so fortunate who is not wearied out of want of money? Everybody is wearied out of want of money, isn't it? I want money, I want money, I want money. Everybody wants money. So, the money is such a snare that even the great and the wealthy cannot escape his harassment. From time to time, Veerabhadra too began to feel the pinch. Such is the trick that money plays. So, money is always going to play this trick on every individual. How does the money play a trick? If you don't have it, you are always going to want it. So, wanting is very very important in that everybody's life, isn't it? I want money, I want money, I want money for this or that. So, Baba, these fetters of marriage are very hard. And for want of money, I am completely exhausted. Please show me some way out, whereby I will be able to cope up with these family responsibilities. 
I fall at your feet in supplication. Isn't this what happens every now and then? Isn't this when there is no money you keep on asking? Even in my update I wrote the same thing. When you don't have money, when you don't have anything, you go and pray in front of God and say, God give me this, God give me this, God give me this. This is the same thing that is happening every now and then. So, such deception is not good. Please remove my difficulties. For you alone are responsible for the marriage. Have you noticed this? Everybody blames God. Everybody blames. Here, they are blaming Baba for it. See, you married me to this girl. Now you have to take the responsibility of giving me money. What, Baba is going and consuming the marriage, is it? What nonsense is being said over here? That means everything in this world you are blaming God for it. When you yourself are not doing anything about it and you go and blame God. I mean, for what reason? Think about it. So he is blaming God for it. What does he say? You alone are responsible for this marriage. Strange. It's like we, we love to give this, uh, you know, if uh, somebody gets us married off and then we always say, so the, if that per thing goes bad, and then you always say, oh, my father got me married to this person, that is the reason why he is responsible for it. I'm sorry, he is not responsible. Your own destiny is responsible. Who do you think is responsible? You think your father? Do you think any other person, you think God is responsible? You have only created your own destiny. So you are responsible for whatever that is happening in your world. Yes, our own actions only. Nobody else in this world is responsible for it. You are the cause of your own misery. Remember this. It is your own karma. So don't keep on blaming God. You can keep on begging Him, you know, saying that don't give me in this trouble. You can keep on doing that. That is called asking. Like He is asking Baba, please give me this. I also used to advise him repeatedly and bless him with affection. Saying, oh, Allah Malik knows this and he alone will resolve your difficulty. Baba says the same thing. Allah Malik is there, he is going to resolve your problems. Knowing the wishes of Virabhadra's heart and so they may be fulfilled, I used to reassure him and tell him not to be unhappy at all. Your prosperous period is at hand. Do not get agitated needlessly. Wealth will be with you to you a facility like washing your hands and you will have it in abundance. So don't worry. Wealth will come to you and you will be happy in this material world. Wealth scorns me and my wife demands for this and that have no end. Enough, oh enough of this ignominy. I do not want this greatness of marriage status. But later a wonderful thing happened. Just see the wonder of Gauri's planetary positions that the piece of reclaimed land shot up in value. Truly God's Leela is inscrutable. A buyer approached with an offer of 1 lakh rupees. Half the amount he paid in cash on the spot and the remaining half agreed to pay in installments. It was decided that he should pay installments of 2000 per year with interest thus paying the entire amount, remaining amount over the next 25 years. In this way Gauri would collect quite a large amount. Now, you will wonder where did this land come into the picture? Remember, her father is a priest. Isn't it? The land is, they, everybody is connected in that. Even the piece, now you may think, you know, that certain piece, like even the phone, do you think that is not connected to you? Sir, forget about that network that you are having. Connection is, this, this instrument also is connected to you. Physically, your land, the place that you are born, your own house, everything. Even your relatives are connected and they keep on coming in cycles. The cycles are repeating every now and then. Sometimes the girl who may be your daughter may turn into somebody, your mother or somebody like that. They are all cycles. They are all cycles. If you have mothered your daughter, in your next life she will be your mother. Because she has to repay back everything that she has taken from you, isn't it? What? So now think about it. Huh. Everyone approved of this decision, but the Gurav Chanabasappa stood up saying, the Gurav is the first owner of that money that is offered to Shiva. Who? That person, remember the Gurav. So he says, everything that is offered over here is first to be given to me. He said, half the yearly interest is for me, as my share without which I will not be satisfied. Now naturally, if you are getting something, you want to be a part of it, isn't it? It comes free. And suppose by chance you are a part of it. So you want to have even the interest that comes out. Remember this person is going to give to 2000, isn't it? So he wants a part of that also, 50% of it. Veerabhadrappa would not part with anything and Chanabhasappa would not keep quiet. 
both of them engaged in heated arguments and then they both came to me i told them both the shankar was the absolute master of the land which would not be of any use to anyone else and so not to get entangled in greed the price is most certainly of the land offered to lord shankar and anyone except gauri who desires it will starve to death whoever touches this money without god's permission will bring upon himself god's wrath for this wealth belongs totally to god this land on which the priest was the owner and over which gauri's claim was by way of inheritance how could an outsider do anything about it the wealth was entirely gauri's own so they so i told them both you will have fulfilled your duty only if you act with gauri's consent remember she had taken the consent of her husband previously so now they have to take her consent you see how the whole thing reverses out you see what the whole thing is happened so if you act against her wishes god will own not be pleased virabhadra has no right to act independently on his own although i voiced my true opinion in this way virabhadra got very angry with me and showered abuses on me he said baba in your mind the idea must be to establish my wife's ownership and then by swallowing the whole amount yourself just to gain your own benefit how mean can the thought be again that is his nature don't you see a nature is like that you can't change a nature of a person so today in the morning somebody asked me what should i do if if i am very irritated sir that is your nature i know your nature your nature is irritable i am not going i am not great person to change your nature forget about me changing you yourself can't change your nature if you are an irritable person you are an irritable person if you have anger in your mind you are going to be angry there's no way in which you can change so even whether it is chanavasappa or whoever that person can never change his nature so even in the next life or the next life or the next life the same tendency as we call it isn't it they keep on continuing enough one life to another to another to another to another so it's going to continue so on hearing these words from him i became speechless and amazement with amazement but inconceivable are the ways of allah mia why should i have any regrets those who are the de- those who are the devotees of the lord you know like sai baba as we call him he doesn't want to interfere in anybody's life so he keeps quiet then what does allah mia do whatever allah mia has to do is anyway going to do so he will do it finally any which way virabhadrappa said this to me but at home he stormed and fumed in rage against his wife so in the afternoon she came for darshan and began entreating me baba by listening to the words of anybody else please do not be displeased with me i pray earnestly he have a kind heart for me your daughter on hearing her words i reassured her fully saying oh i shall give my grace uh, shall oh i shall with my grace present you even the seven seas that is you can cross over the seven seas do not be sad on the same night while asleep gauri bai had a vision where shiva appeared in a dream again shiva has appeared remember in the past life also he had appeared now also he is appearing and listen to what he said all the money is yours do not give anything to anyone and you manage it in the way i tell you on a permanent basis the money of the temple should be expanded as chanabasappa tells you for i trust him make this a rule if the money is to be spent on other works to present it being mismanaged no arrangement should be made without first consulting the baba in the mosque gauri bai narrated her vision to me in detail i also gave her the right advice to trust in her vision you take the capital amount and give half the interest to chanabasappa follow this practice regularly virabhadra is in no way concerned in this who is this person remember that old lady who sold a land 200 rupees i mean uh, mortgaged it that person is a real owner of that land isn't it so that person has to be given the money or no that 200 rupees has grown now to 2000 see uh, inflation taken into account <laughs> so you take the capital amount and give half the interest to chanabasappa follow this practice regularly virabhadra is in no way concerned with this while they were talking thus both of them came there quarreling with each other i made every attempt to calm them down i narrated to them in detail the vision of lord shankar which gauri had on hearing it virabhadra became wild and rage with rage virabhadra freely showered abuses on his opponent and began speaking preposterously which made the other bewildered and frightened virabhadra gave delirious as he rattled away senselessly saying wherever whatever wherever i catch you i will destroy you in his wild delirium virabhadra said referring to chanabasappa i'll cut you up into pieces and then swallow them up all up 
a terrified bus Janabasappa held tightly on his to my feet saying please free me from this calamity I then promised him protection so what does that man say I am going to eat you up so isn't that what he tries as a snake correct same thing happens what you speak is what you will end up doing oh have I dropped again hmm I will finish it is that okay Bitter. At that time I reassured pure, poor Chandabasappa and said, I will not let you die at the hand of Veerabhadra. Later on, Veerabhadrappa, who had gone into delirium, died and was born as a snake. He was thus transformed into another body. Chandabasappa took the mortal dread which brought on his dead end and he was born a frog. Such is his story. Due to the enmity from previous birth, Virabhadrappa had the next birth as a snake, so he pursued the frog Basappa, whom at last he caught. For Basappa, in the form of a frog, fell in the jaws of Bhadrappa the snake. On hearing the piteous cry, my heart was moved to pity, compassion. Remembering my promise given earlier, I kept my word by liberating Chanabasappa from the snake's mouth. Allah rushed to the rescue in the hour of his devotee's difficulty, and he himself sent me there, thus protecting his devotee. This has actually been experienced here. Veerabhadra was turned away and Chanabasappa was saved from the calamity. Is it frozen or something? Hmm? Okay, no. Oh, yeah, it's going frame by frame. Hmm? This has actually been experienced here. Veerabhadra was turned away and Chanabasappa was saved from the calamity. All this is God's Leela. But now, do fill the pipe. After smoking it, I will return to my home. You too go back to your village, but keep your mind concentrated in my name. After so saying, they both smoked the pipe and had the happiness of saintly company. Thereafter, rambling along the road, I came back. In my heart, I felt great contentment. Will be to all. Here ends the 47th chapter of Sri Sai Samarth Satcharit. But the narration of story heard from Sri Sai's mouth has inspired by the saint and the virtuous and composed by the devotee M.R. Pant. We have ended the chapter over here. So, 